0: I'm ready.
1: Ready to party. <laughs> okay, weird. Do we have that movie?
0: What that? What? What movie is that?
1: Bridesmaids. How dare you? Yeah. How we, very dare you. Yeah,
0: we have that. Okay. Yeah, we have that. Yeah, we have that. <laughs> oh yeah, we got that one down wow. at the Wawa. Philly Mike. Philly Mike. Philly Mike, Mike. Mike on the mic. Mike. Oh yeah, let's go get a water ice. Oh Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm Liza Poor.
0: I'm Mike Palaszek.
1: Every week, we randomly pick two movies from our DVD collection, watch them, and discuss.
0: When it's all over, we can only keep one. Two discs enter. One disc leaves. This is DVD, DVD Deathmatch. Death What's up? Hi. <laughs> not gonna ask you how you're doing. Don't
1: you fucking dare.
0: Whoa um hey hey
1: hey babe hey babe hey babe hey babe <laughs> Ew, i hate it i hate it no. these characters suck no thank you uh do we have any topics at the top
0: i don't have anything i'm trying to think did we watch any movies this week i okay. yes <laughs> well besides the ones we're gonna talk about i watched um i'm thinking of ending things
1: oh yeah another one i will skip yeah. As, as you likened it to Mulholland Drive. Oh, fuck. Are we going to have to watch Mulholland Drive?
0: We definitely are. Fuck. Ooh, Guys, it's, be... my,
1: it's my hadiest movie of all time.
0: It's in my top five. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's in my top five movies of all time. So <laughs> that'll be a fun one. Can't wait for that. Can't wait. It'll be a really pleasant evening. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what, what, Have we watched anything else? Sorry. I'm just like, that's...
1: We did. What did we watch? We watched something, right? No. We were going to watch <laughs> something, and then I realized that I had a rehearsal. Like, we were snuggling in to watch something. Yeah, we were going to was, like, was The like, Devil All the Time. Yes, and I was like, oh, except I'm not, because I have rehearsal in ten minutes. And
0: it was the exact moment that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. or The, the, news, the yeah, news It was not broke. the moment that her, yeah. her, like, her soul left her body. But it was like... <laughs> It was like at that exact moment when we were when you realized you had to run to rehearsal, run to the other room because it's Zoom, because it's, a it's a Zoom. pandemic. Yeah, but <laughs> um, and then also, and I was like, by the way, country's fucked. By have a great way. rehearsal. <laughs>
1: by the way, here's a mental breakdown. Yeah,
0: <laughs> have a oh, great one,
1: man. guys. Uh, uh, vote, vote, vote. We're not trying to get political on this fun dumb DVD podcast, but. <laughs> for the love of christ
0: (laughs) yeah i mean like it's not yeah vote yeah i we're not trying to not get political and we're gonna talk about the iraq war today so oh truth um but like you know it's fine uh but hey
1: uh this comes out on thursday and if you're around on saturday saturday at six o'clock I'm doing a show with this adorable little theater group that just started up called From the Couch Theater, where we're doing like original pieces and obviously it's all via I think it's StreamYard is the service we're using. But it's all, you know, online and it's really cool and I'm doing this really um I keep wanting to say fun. It's not fun, it's not a comedy. Mine my, my the one I'm doing is the only one that's not a comedy. <laughs>
0: You're like in the office on this doing this play and like getting like assaulted and stuff, and I'm like Okay, I gotta like talk to the neighbors. No, <laughs> like everything's fine.
1: Everything's fine. I'm just screaming. No, don't take me. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. It's uh, from the Couch Theater is the group, and if you go to like my Instagram, Liza Poor, uh, there's links and stuff. So it would be funny
0: if you gave out the full URL for it. You were like, Streamyard.com/slash-hashtag/slash. <laughs> One, four, Three, seven, Q-Z nine, two, Z- Q X
1: W J. WJ. <laughs> That'd be a fun <laughs> bit. That'd be a fun bit. Maybe we'll do
0: that in the future. Look forward to that. You
1: know what? Note taken.
0: Okay. Should we
1: get to the movies? Let's get to it, shall <laughs> we? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we watched two movies this week.
0: Premise of the podcast. Of we the did pod- it again. <laughs> um. So the two movies this week are Down with Love from 2003 mm-hmm. and Three Kings from 1999. Let's start.
1: I'll wait. Good. Should we start with down
0: with love? I wrote before before we. I wrote down two very specific movies. I don't really know what that means, but they were both very like specific. Like there's no. We'll get into it with "Down with Love." Okay, we'll get. Let's start with "Down with Love."
1: Let's start with "Down with Love." No, but I see. I agree. I see what you're saying. I hear you. I feel you. I see you.
0: Okay, great.
1: Um, but yeah, so who's yes. Tommy? <laughs> I, this is gonna be. If you keep doing stuff like that, it's gonna be a lot of singing on this podcast. Okay, this is great. not a singing podcast.
0: Okay. One of those classic <laughs> singing podcasts you're always hearing about.
1: Hey. Th- okay. Anyway, moving on. Number three forty-three, as you said, from two thousand three, directed by Peyton Reed.
0: Who also directed one of your favorite movies of all time.
1: Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Bring it on, baby. That's right.
0: Peyton Reed. Big fans in this house. Did both the Ant-Man movies. Sure. He did. It's a fact.
1: He did. I love Paul Rudd. Um, (laughs) The IMDb summary for Down With Love. In 1962, New York City, love blossoms between a Playboy journalist and a feminist advice author. Yes. Yes. Um, it that's sure does. succinct. It's Very succinct, straightforward.
0: Doesn't really tell you what the movie is.
1: No, it doesn't really. I, I do need to issue a correction, though, because last week when this movie came up as the pick, I was like, ooh, and it's a musical. It's not a musical. It just has a lot of music in it.
0: <laughs> and it feels like a musical. It does.
1: It It really is. It's, it's, I, I kind of assume that that's like a... 1962 style.
0: It's doing a very specific thing. This is what I mean by specific. This is what you said. It is a, the word I looked up because I was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. Because it's not a parody. Right. It's not like walk hard or airplane or something. Like it's not like doing a specific, it's not like lampooning a specific style. Right. It's fucking doing that style. And that style is from the 60s. Rock Hudson, Doris Day, mm-hmm. Pillow Talk yeah. is, like, the one that came up a lot, mm-hmm. which I've never seen. Me
1: either. An example of this As an style. An example of
0: this style of, like, sexless sex comedy kind yes. of thing that's, like, hugely, like, Career Woman, Battle of the Sexes, New York mm-hmm. City, like, that kind of... Milieu.
1: Yes. And it feels like they just took the dial and like click, 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 turned it up a little bit. Yeah. Because, exactly, it's like this, it's sexless. But in Down With Love, there's so much, there's a bunch of scenes that are like, innuendos but like really slam you over the head with innuendo and it's amazing um yes the colors the sets the costumes oh my god the costumes in this movie are incredible Mm -hmm. the colors like they just slapped that vivid filter all up on that thing and it's just amazing there's a whole like um scene where they keep so Okay.
0: Yeah, we haven't really. Said let's, anything. let's
1: take it back and do a little Rain summary it in. for you. Rain Sorry, in. I'm very excited. I like <laughs> this movie a lot. Um, so it stars uh, Renee Zellweger and height of her powers at the height. Well, yeah, at the height of her powers, and in this weird moment of because it was it must have been after Bridget Jones, right? Yeah. yeah. So Renee Zellweger, pretty much at like the height of her powers. It's it's uh, post Bridget Jones's Diary, post. Um, Chicago. So she's in this really, like, weird space, I think, where people are still, you know, remembering her from Bridget Jones, which I think is what, you know, she kind of exploded with that, right? Yeah, she was in Jerry Maguire. Yeah, but like... like,
0: But that was a couple years before. Exactly. She was kind of like, it was maybe a little bit of a thankless role.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Bridget Jones really, like, you know, whatever. And she had gained all this weight for Bridget Jones. Um, All this weight.
0: (sighs) 10 pounds.
1: Oh, God. She had gained weight for Bridget Jones and then lost it and did Chicago and did Down With Love. So she's in this really weird space, I think, where I know that she... I know that she was getting a lot of, like, um, both accolades and backlash for gaining the weight for Bridget Jones and losing it and and kind of fighting this thing of, no, this is, you know, she's saying that... Uh, Chicago and Down with Love is her quote normal weight, and that she gained a bunch of weight for Bridget Jones, which I'm, um, you know, is probably true. But also, clearly, for things like Chicago and Down with Love, she's forcing herself into a mold of what Hollywood wants, you know, mm-hmm. a typical body. And Bridget Jones was not that. Although, have you watched Bridget Jones recently? I, you know like, what? I don't I know. <laughs> no. I
0: haven't popped it in.
1: <laughs> I mean, I haven't really watched it recently either, but. I feel like when it came out, I was like, I, you know, as a, as a fat person, I was like, oh, look, a fellow fat, look, a fat person. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I mean, you know, she's kind of lame, but she gets there in the end, like, hooray. And now I watch it, I'm just like, she ain't fat. (laughs) Now listen, and I'm not, I'm not body shaming. And I'm not, you know, like saying like, like, what is fat enough to be fat? You know what I mean? But. It is, it's, it's funny to me to watch that now a little bit further into my body positivity journey um, and realize just how dire it is to see different body shapes because you, because watching Bridget Jones, I was like, oh my God, thank God. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh no, honey, that ain't it. That's a, that's a little, little drip in the pond, but we're Mm -hmm. not there, you know?
0: Um, we will get to Bridget Jones. We will we get to do Bridget own Jones. Own that, I think.
1: Yeah, we for sure um, own
0: that. But but this is. She also just won an Oscar for Chicago. I think.
1: Yeah, did ago. she?
0: We shouldn't have said <laughs> that without knowing it. <laughs> Chicago, no, sorry. She she won What?
1: What does it say?
0: This says she won an Oscar this year for.
1: Yeah, for that. For Judy? yeah,
0: yeah. I don't remember that. Oh
1: yeah, I That's remember. So,
0: I'm like, she won an Oscar this current year. Yes, <laughs> like pandemic <laughs> year. Pandemic
1: year.
0: <laughs> um, but she was nominated for Chicago and nominated for Bridget Jones. Not nominated for Down with Love, the movie we're talking about, which <laughs> is. Um. Um. Go ahead. No,
1: I was gonna move on. So, do you have something else to say about Renee?
0: That she's great and I love her.
1: Yes. Okay. So so stars Renee Zellweger and
0: Ewan McGregor. Jesus oh my Christ. god! That was all that stars was all- Renee Zellweger. Ten minutes. Ten minutes.
1: <laughs> okay. Also stars uh, Sarah Paulson. Sarah
0: Paulson, who
1: I love, and I I am almost positive that this was the first thing I ever saw her in, and I just remember being very uh like drawn to her as an actress and I was just like, who is this? I'm supposed to be focused on Renee Zellweger, and I'm so focused on Sarah Paulson. Mm-hmm. She's I mean she's incredible.
0: Yeah. Um a force.
1: But especially in this, she's like, she's just do I mean everyone's doing a wonderful job, I think, of 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 capturing that uh genre of film. But like she's like really in it and her face, the faces she makes are like so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I
0: just, I, I love her. I think she's great. I think she's great, too. Sorry. I was just looking up if this was, like, the first thing I remember her from. Because I remember, Sarah Paulson's one of those people where I kind of remember the slow entry into yes. consciousness. And now she's everywhere in a good yeah. way. And, like, then this is, I guess, the first thing we've, we've I've seen her in. Yeah. I've seen her in. And she's great. Yeah. And David Hyde Pierce is the David other, Hyde like, Harris supporting other guy. Yeah. character in mm-hmm. it. And he's great, too. Sure.
1: um he's well and here's the thing like am i his biggest fan no but i think he is doing a really good job with this character and and uh in this uh, like i don't know i don't know he's great yeah i don't
0: have anything bad to say about
1: no so so okay so a brief summary Renee Zellweger's character has written a book and uh, Sarah Paulson is her publisher and then like turns into her best friend and she, you know, they moved, she moves to New York and um Rick character is this very like man's man, man about town, um, you know, like, like very, a cad. A cad. He's a journalist
0: also. Yes. Her book is about dating and relationships mm-hmm. and like the modern woman.
1: Yes. And how women need to separate sex from love. Right. Um. And it's this whole crazy caper. Is the book called
0: Down with Love? I don't remember. Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Seems important. Um, so, I, yeah, the, the movie's doing a very specific thing, but it's not making fun of that thing. It's right. just emulating it. I mean, to be fair, I have not seen the movies it's emulating. True. Which is a weird thing to yeah. just see this. This is what we talk about all the time when I talk about, like, like... All the time, you know, our long history of nine episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, like, all the time about, like, you know, t- only seeing the references to a mm-hmm. thing and not seeing the thing. Yeah. Like, when we watched Cinderella, it was like, oh, this is, like, I mean, it's not, obviously, the original fairy tale. But it's, like, not Shrek or do, or Once Upon a Time doing some kind of meta-commentary on the thing. Like, right. And this is, like very much watching a reference to a thing without having seen the thing. Yeah. But also it's, I don't think it's like making fun of that. No, I
1: don't think it's making fun it's of that at doing all. It. If anything, it's like a, a love letter. Yeah, to, exactly,
0: to it. exactly. Um,
1: and and again, like turning it up those couple of clicks, but like really just reveling in in the absurdity of it. Yeah, and um, it's great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, it's also interesting to watch post Mad Men. Yeah, this was. This is a pre Mad Men movie, mm-hmm. but about the same time, right. done in the style that a movie would be then. But it's like in that same, it's it's you know in like Madison Avenue, like it's all that same world.
1: Yeah, and I definitely was not like thinking about the sixties, you yeah. know, until we were watching Mad Men, and then I was obviously right. thinking about it a lot more and and learning about that era a lot more. But
0: tonally, um, this is the opposite of Mad Men. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah definitely. Um, I love again it leaning into feeling like a musical. There's there's so much of it that feels hyper choreographed, mm-hmm. like a dance. Like there's yeah. from everything yes. from there's like yes. a whole there's a whole scene it feels where like a musical. Yes, yeah. Exactly. There's a whole there's a whole uh, stretch where she keeps trying to meet up with this guy whose name is Catcher Block. Like it's just. Chef's kiss. Um, he keeps trying to meet up with her, or she keeps trying to meet up with him, and he keeps blowing her off to sleep with other women. Um, and they, it's like do 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 ba, do 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 ba, yeah. and they're like, it's like Sarah Paulson and Renee Zellweger like walking into the restaurant, oh, and taking great. off their coats, and it's just so good. And and like so, it's everything from that, which is like very clearly, definitely choreographed. Yes. But even all of the. Other scenes feel like it, everything
0: is choreographed. Yeah, yeah, it felt
1: very specific and yeah. very like g- 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 I'm doing a weird flowy motion with my hands. She is. <laughs> I, I,
0: look, I don't know what it means either, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's totally choreographed. And I think, like, you know what? You know, oh, you know what I wrote down mm. was that it's like watching Stranger Things because Stranger Things is doing is a love letter to a thing. Yeah. Not making fun of it. Mm -hmm. I feel like if this, I feel like there's a version of this movie where like, uh, Amy Schumer hits her head and she wakes up in one of these comedies. You (laughs) know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But this is not that this is just like doing the thing. I feel like I've just said this point 17 times. It's okay. I'll
1: pick the best one and put it in. Great. Perfect. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: But like stranger things is also a thing where it's just like, yeah, we're just gonna do the thing you like, which is like '80s sci-fi kind of thing. And yeah, we're just gonna do it.
1: Yeah, and, and like do it really well, right? And do it with all the capabilities of the 2000s, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, of the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I I wrote down the the writing feels impeccable to me. Like the mm-hmm. right, like specifically the script of this movie feels very good.
0: Well, it's that it's the. Um, I don't mean this as an insult. No, boy. But it's like showy writing. It's yes. like it's very I mean, you just did a production of The Importance of Being Earnest. I did. It's very much that there's like a whole thing where the secretary overhears them talking about their socks and she only hears the end of the conversation and it obviously sounds like they're talking about their dicks. Their
1: dicks. <laughs> their dicks.
0: Um, and then there's like a huge, there's this very fun, I thought it was very funny. There's also this play on words at the end where like, she works at no magazine, they, he works at now magazine. Yeah. They're like, they're, there's a long dialogue sequence of like, no, now, no, now. Yeah. You know, and it's like very funny and very well done. And they are doing that screwball comedy kind yeah. of thing of the, that just a very quick, like tete a yeah. Dialogue that's a duel between these the battle of the sexes thing and they're yeah, yeah. they're great
1: yeah it's very it's very very cool. Um, <laughs> I started uh, first of all. There's also a clip in the film of Judy Garland singing "Down with Love" Yeah. and it's incredible. It's, it's so well great. used too. It's
0: also incorporated into the plot. Yeah. of like the Ed Sullivan show and she, she's there to promote, promote the her book. book and yeah. Stuff, yeah, and
1: it's just it's so. Oh, it's so it's so good to see yeah. Judy. Um, uh, I there was a point we like finished the movie and I was looking over my notes and I laughed and you said what? And what I was laughing at is that I literally have a run of notes here. It says Ewan swoon, his eyebrows though the accent the glasses ugh. <laughs> so apparently Ewan was really doing it for me that night. All right, well
0: <laughs> you're listening to the Horny Cast with Liza four. <laughs>
1: So, so good he's in great. this, and like he's great, he's, he's doing great in everything, but he's I mean, doing they're that, both great, yeah. But he's doing that like cad thing really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and but then there are these moments because obviously, like, he falls in love with her throughout the thing, and she doesn't really do this. I feel like she is doing an incredible job with that mm-hmm. 60s, what have you. Um, but he has these moments where he almost breaks character when he's falling in love with her. Mm -hmm. Like there's a scene where they're like looking through a telescope and she's looking at the moon and they do a whole joke where it's like, Oh, I've never seen one that big before. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, she says, it's beautiful. And he says, he says, it's something like, she says it's beautiful. And he says, it is beautiful. And she's like, you're not even looking through the telescope. He's like, I know. And it's like oh my god. And he like breaks character for just a second yeah. and it's so gorgeous. Yeah. I just love it. He's acting. I love it.
0: He's doing a good job. Um I uh I really liked a lot of the bits in it and mm-hmm. my favorite bit in it yeah is when um so not everyone is who they say they are. Correct. And at one point Renée Zellweger gives this very long monologue. <laughs> About what's been going on for the entire movie Mm -hmm. and like what the plan was and all this stuff, and just like reveals the plan. And it just, it's just a static shot of her talking. I'm gonna say at least 2 minutes, maybe 3. I know. Of and I don't know maybe it's like 45 seconds, but I think it's long it's, like it's it way longer. It feels
1: really long. I think it is actually long. But
0: it feels really long and that's the joke of it mm-hmm. that it's like so long and it's just you never cut away and I fucking <laughs> love it. And I love that they didn't like they they just committed they were like here's the bit the bit is that she just explains the whole thing. Yeah. And they did not cut away and they did it. Yeah. And she is impeccable in it. Yeah. To use that word again. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. She delivers it beautifully. And yeah. then also it's great. It's just a great bit. And then they cut to the reaction shot and it's just that's the punchline is just like the reaction shot. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, was this worth three minutes? <laughs> Probably not, but I loved it.
1: Yeah. It's and, great. Um, it's and
0: great. yeah, there's lots of like really good stuff like that in there. Yeah. I did write down three words. Mm. Kind of exhausting. <laughs> Because it is
1: very like go 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 go. It's it feels like a musical. I
0: feel like I say this every week. Uh huh. Could have been probably about ninety minutes, <laughs> and I would have been overjoyed. But I I did like them. I I had seen I had seen this movie a lot because yeah. you loved it. Yeah. When it came out, you still yeah, love it. Still love it. And uh, so we saw it in the theater. I think we. I mean we. I know we have it on DVD because it's the premise of the podcast. Welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we watched it, and I, so, but we had not seen it in a bunch of years.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched it in a little while. Yeah, yeah. But it was so nice to go back Very and watch nice. it again. Okay, um, is it available streaming?
0: No, I don't think it's available on any like free Already streaming, paid for subscription services. Right. Subscri- but um you can purchase it easily.
1: You can purchase it. Okay, great. Um the disc itself, I thought it looked pretty good, right? Yeah, it looked, pretty it good. looked fine. It didn't yes. it wasn't like, you know, I was able to connect and see the like vivid filter yeah. and see, you know, it, it was good. Yeah, it was. Um fun. and uh the menu was fine. Fine. But guys, first time for this podcast. It has a blooper reel.
0: <laughs> First bloops. <laughs> She's so excited. I'm so blooper she,
1: reels are my favorite thing. They are ever a, a good blooper reel. Oh,
0: yeah, you love a blooper reel. I
1: love a it's blooper your
0: favorite reel. For I think for your birthday or Valentine's Day this Mother's year? Mother's Day. Oh, it was Mother's Day. It was Mother's Day. I made Day. you a spreadsheet of all the available blooper reels online. Yeah, it's pretty
1: great. And guys, when I'm feeling sad, I go to the spreadsheet, I click on a couple of blooper reels to make me feel happy again. Some bloops. Some bloops.
0: Um, You love a blooper reel. And I will say, so we, we're kind of blooper reel connoisseurs at this point.
1: Yeah, I'd say so.
0: This one was great. Yes. Well crafted. Long. I, I wrote blooper reel of dreams. It's long, which mm-hmm. we love. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's made with care. It's lots of different setups. Lots you've of different
1: got physical bloops. You've got verbal bloops.
0: Mental bloops. Me-
1: you've got <laughs> on-purpose bloops and, and accidental bloops.
0: You kind of get a sense watching the bloops who was having fun on set and who's kind of an <laughs> asshole.
1: <laughs> we got to stop saying bloops.
0: <laughs> and they seem like they were having so much fun on set.
1: Yes. Which is, I think, why I love to see a blooper reel. Like, I love... I just love to see actors having fun and, and being humans. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. The, I love that. I love the behind the scenes. You love it. I love it. And there were lots of
0: other good behind the scenes things. There's like a mm-hmm. full uncut version of Here's to Love, which is the musical number that does end the movie. Yes. So it is kind of musical in that way.
1: All right.
0: I'd like to put right, right. Cool. cool. <laughs> um, great. Cool. Down with love. Down with love. Three forty three in the books.
1: Up with down with love. Okay.
0: All right. Well, this has been a great podcast.
1: <laughs> the suspense is killing me. Let's talk about Three Kings, shall we? Um, Number one thousand one
0: hundred
1: ninety four from nineteen ninety nine, directed by David O. Russell.
0: Yeah, Three Kings. Three. George Clooney.
1: George Clooney.
0: Mark Wahlberg, Ice Cube, Spike Jones, etc. Etc. Um
1: that guy from Mindhunter.
0: Yeah. Holt McCallany. Holt McCallany. Yeah.
1: Wow. Great
0: in Mindhunter.
1: That's amazing. That's Fine a great name. This.
0: But lots of really great act, like um character actors like McKelty mm-hmm. Williamson and Nora Dunn who was on Saturday Night Live, I think. Oh yeah. And just a great I may have made that up, but I think she was. Um, sure. And uh and lots of really good actors in this. IMDB summary is in the aftermath of the Persian Gulf War, four soldiers. We're gonna we're gonna come back to that. <laughs> four soldiers set out to steal gold that was stolen from Kuwait, but they discover people who desperately need their help. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs>
0: we'll, so, uh, first of all, you pop it in. You hit play. The first thing you get. Oh yeah. Is a screen. Of text that says, the makers of Three Kings used visual distortion and unusual colors in some scenes of this film. They intentionally used these unconventional techniques to enhance the emotional intensity of the storyline.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Well, they're just like, we keep getting complaints complaints that... Uh, you know i mean I guess, it looks weird yeah it looks weird look they were doing high frame rates they were doing um, weird emulsions they were doing crazy slow-mo
1: is that not like a joke though if you have to explain the joke it's not funny
0: they didn't have to explain it they the the
1: but they felt the need to
0: well who's they i mean the the warner I don't brothers know. Like, i don't
1: know who's they
0: right i mean they shouldn't have put that screen on there it's stupid. I
1: concur. Great. But also, if you're getting so many complaints from people, like, it looks weird.
0: I do not sympathize with the people who complained. I sympathize with the filmmakers in that instance. All right. I think it's silly that they put that screen on there. All right. All right. All right. Um, Agree to disagree. Okay. Let's start (laughs) with you hated this I
1: hated it. From minute one, I
0: could feel it on the couch. (laughs) I could feel it. And this is not, you're, you're not wrong. Mm. I'm not, this is not, uh, it's all valid. Mm-hmm. I have my own feelings. <laughs> but I could feel it on the couch just like, oof, from, from scene one being like, no, thank you.
1: No, thank you. I, I'm sorry, I'm trying to decipher this note that I wrote. Mm-hmm. And it says color warning, which is the thing we were just talking about. Yep. Um, and then I wrote, 1999 was wild. Now we have kids committing suicide. Because, like, now there's like warnings on like 13 reasons oh, why. Yeah. Do okay. you know what I mean? Like, and this warning was like, the color might be different. Yeah. Gird yeah. your loins. Please calm down. Well, yeah. this was the
0: whole fight. This was during <laughs> the whole fight about like, why are there black bars on the top and bottom of my screen? <laughs> like, and so they were probably like, oh, oh we do God. not want to deal with letters. Yeah. Um, um
1: but yeah, I the first the first note I have is I'm so confused about the tone of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um and I think honestly that's my biggest complaint about it is that because I never I never understood what the tone of this movie was supposed right. to be. Sure. Um it and it and it does that thing that I hate where it doesn't set up the world for you. I think it tried to, but it didn't work for me. Okay. Um and I guess there's something to be said for it, assuming that you know what the world of of you know it, it's set in the real world, so you know what that is. But I don't. I don't know what the world looked like. You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right after yeah. the Persian Gulf War, like I just don't. So mm-hmm.
0: okay, um, I got you. I got you. I got you.
1: Yeah. Like it starts. It starts off with um, soldiers shooting a man who's waving a white flag. Mm-hmm. At a distance. Yeah. Um, And then it's a comedy? Like, I just don't... The whole thing felt super unsettling and not in a good, like, oh, you're making me uncomfortable way. But in a way that it felt like, I don't trust that you know what you're doing.
0: Yeah. I think that's, like, how I felt about it, too, watching it now. Hmm. Because this is, like... A movie from nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. This DVD is from nineteen ninety nine also, or the year two thousand. Like this is an this is <laughs> a original DVD. purchase, like from oh now I'm buying DVDs in <laughs> I, for with my Lee's Hoagie house money and like <laughs> you know what I mean? This is like an old DVD. I have not watched this in Probably at least fifteen years.
1: Yeah, I will say though, I was prepared for it to look like absolute shit, and it didn't look great. But I don't think it looked
0: no. It looked terrible. It looked okay. It was watchable. Yeah. Um, but watching it now, so it's this, it's this movie where George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg, Ice Cube, and Spike Jones Mm -hmm. are four characters, four main characters. (laughs) By the way, (laughs) there's four of them.
1: Four kings, not three.
0: Four, <laughs> just saying. Um, absurd that it's called Three Kings, and there's four of four main characters.
1: Right. Well, yes, because, okay, spoiler alert for Three Kings, like, you know, you get it. One of them dies, right?
0: But he's still one of the kings.
1: Right, and, but here's the thing, here's the thing. So you you call your movie 3 kings you introduce four characters immediately i know one of them is going to die right mm. so you've you've screwed up your you spoiled your own movie okay. immediately but also i'm thinking okay it's called 3 kings The majority of the film is probably with three of them. Nope, this dude doesn't die until the last quarter of the movie. That's like
0: 15 minutes. Right, like
1: it's just crazy how long he sticks around. The fourth king. Right, and they're all upset about him dying. They like want, he like asks to be put on a shrine and like they honor his wishes. But they're like, nah bro, you're not a king.
0: (laughs) What? You don't get get that? It's like, it's like. The disrespect. It's like how in, on the cover of the Ghostbusters DVD, <laughs> Ernie Hudson is not there. Right. And they just say like, well, he's not like one of the and it's like No. no Ernie bro. Hudson is Winston. Yeah. Winston's yeah. Edamore. Yeah. Sorry, that's been like a hobby horse of mine since college. So I don't wanna <laughs> get into it. But like I feel like Winston doesn't get enough respect. Anyway. Um so they are so it's so it's four characters. Again, ten minute derailment there Mm -hmm. it's four characters They're it's the war the persian gulf war is over it's 1991 Mm -hmm. um they go to find this lost gold so they can get rich off it and along the way they kind of get sucked into like uh uh-oh our heartstrings are pulled by the fact that and they explain this pretty like directly in such a way where i'm like i'm sure this is a simplification of what's going on Mm -hmm. but I mean, not that I'm, I'm guys, I'm not defending George H.W. Bush <laughs> on the podcast. I'm not. Fucking monster. Um, but but I'm just saying I'm sure, like, it's simplifying it because it's explained so clearly in the movie where he goes, like, George Bush told them to rise up against Saddam's army, mm-hmm. and now we're leaving. And so they all these Iraqis are kind of, like, left for dead, essentially. Right. And they find them, they get to them, they have to get them to the Iranian border to help them. Right. And they have to give up, they have to make the choice. Do we, do we, you know, go for the gold here? Do we do the selfish thing or do we do the thing that is right? Mm -hmm. And your lead is George Clooney. Guess what he chooses.
1: Right. So that, what you have just described is a very like virtuous, sounds like a drama, sounds like a slog, sounds like a real like, what do we do? I gotta do what's right. But... (laughs) This film, the, the 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 going to find the gold thing comes about because they're stripping down these prisoners of war, and one of them has a map in his ass, and it's like this whole joke of like, no, you take it out, no, you take it out. I only have one glove. Yeah. Blah blah blah, and it's it's and there's all these jokes where they're like touching the map and then smelling their fingers, like it's
0: just. Well, here's here's I mean the movie. I think I think the movie knows what it's doing. Uh-huh. But I think that it doesn't play well. It, like, I think at the time it was like, oh, ha, 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 fun, whatever. A, yeah. we're more racist now because it's 20 years ago. Yeah. And B, whatever. But I do think that this is a pre-9-11 movie, pre, pre-second pre Iraq War, pre-Afghanistan, pre-Forever War, mm-hmm. like, pre-Abu Ghraib, like, all this shit. Right. And I think that the stuff in it that is, like... Casual racism and, and like, oh, you know, I think they're trying to like make Mark Wahlberg complicated by like, he shot this guy, but he feels kind of bad about it, and like right. all the stuff. I think all that stuff is like, you know, sorry, just doesn't really work knowing that like the this the America is never going to be the good guy here, right? these. I, this is maybe like us bringing our own shit to it. Maybe like yeah, it'd be nice if it if we could just enjoy the movie or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, for me, it was impossible to watch. Not impossible to watch. Um. Knowing that, like the movie was made at a time when, like the Iraq War was in the past, Mm -hmm. and not, and the movie doesn't know that, like no, the Iraq War is in. There's there's another one coming up. All these characters are probably heading back to Iraq in about three years, and like half these characters they're saving from the Iraqi army are probably killed later yeah, and then like these people are going to become ISIS when the fucking you know what I mean like yeah like it's it's a nightmare to yeah. think about and the fact yeah. that it's a comedy like you're saying is like yeah also it's some of it's like just dated comedy
1: yeah yeah no that's absolutely part of it. For sure, is that and which is not necessarily the film's fault. Is that looking at it through the lens of of now and what we know now makes it very difficult to watch it. Yeah. Um, I also I wrote down like and because I and I I struggled to find a better way to say this, <laughs> but I wrote it feels like a stupid boy movie. Um, there's they literally <laughs> strap bombs to nerf footballs and then shoot them. Do you know what I mean? And then, like, in the end, the Nerf, the bomb attached to the Nerf football, like, helps them. And it's like, like, there's just, uh, there. and then there's, like, stuff with, um, uh, what is it? Oh, there's, like, a whole joke about, they come across, uh, birds, pelicans or something. Oh, in the oil, yeah. In the oil. And, like there's a the the woman in the film right, who's the a reporter. reporter is like gets really upset about it and she's angry because she's like i've already done this story but then she gets really upset about it and then the guy the soldier that she's with starts crying too and then there's like a joke about like you're like you know you're not a man because you're crying about the birds and it's just like oh for fuck's sake like what yeah um and not that it didn't feel authentic but it was just like okay
0: well i think the movie Uh. also i mean like here's the thing i don't i i think you're right about it being like stupid boy movie like it's definitely and i i don't say that as much of a value judgment i think that like like i think that there's So I definitely saw this movie in high school, and I thought it was like, "Oh, that was so cool!" Exactly. And I said that about a lot of movies that I still really like, Mm -hmm. but that are, but that like in high school you're like, "Oh yeah, like explosion," and they're like, they're like racist, but like they get it, you know what I mean? (laughs) And like this movie definitely has some, you know, again, this is all like putting 2020 onto 1999, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's invalid. No. Um, this movie definitely has some like all lives matter tendencies where like the one character is super racist, yep. but also he's got a good heart and ice cube and him. Like it's, you know, they're like, they like come to an understanding mm-hmm. because like, we're all really brothers in this and it's like, okay, it's not really what I feel like right now. Like no, I don't yeah. feel, I don't feel this way. And like, you yeah. know, I mean, that's it's like, sorry, man, sorry, Three Kings. Yeah,
1: I will say, Ice Cube, pretty great.
0: In this movie. Ice Cube's great. I loved it. Ice Cube's great. George Clooney's great. Spike Jones is great. Sure. Like Mark Wahlberg, who I fucking think is probably disgusting. Not probably. Who I think is a disgusting human. <laughs> oh no. Um. Like and he, like he's great in it. Like yeah. it's. Like, I did. No, say... Everybody's great. Uh, sorry, good.
1: No, no, sorry. I was, I don't think to cut you off. I just I remember I said I was like. Is this movie why Mark Wahlberg thinks that he could have stopped 9-11? Because he, like, ran a little bit away from a special effects explosion? It definitely
0: is. People, if you don't know, by the way, if you're a listener who does not know, one of the great facts, Mark Wahlberg (laughs) gave an interview, for real, where he said, if I had been on those planes, it would have gone down differently.
1: (laughs) Which is hysterical. One of my
0: favorite... (laughs) things that happened ever (laughs) what a fucking idiot um so and this movie is also like it's in this great tradition of like of uh, what i can't even think of like i guess the dirty dozen which is a movie i haven't seen that i'm like not sure that i don't even
1: know what that is but like
0: seven samurai or like um like war movies where like oh these are these are like bad roguish guys Mm. who kind of like come around on a on like, you know, doing the right thing as opposed to the selfish thing. Sure. And I, and I think there's like, I, I just think there's stuff. I just, so I think, I think you're right about mm-hmm. everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's like stuff in it where it thinks it's being edgy. Yeah. And with the benefit of hindsight, it's like, oh, oh, shut up, Yeah, have seen it. Just it. like. Cool it. Just yeah. make a good movie, dude. Yeah, there is stuff I really like about it. I really like the like sepsis thing. Um, yeah, which is showy and crazy and bullshit. Yeah. But like, you know, he like put. He's like, here's what a bullet does to you, and it like shows it in this very cool like, not animated.
1: No, it's like in. But you see, you see a bullet go kind of internal. Mm-hmm. And you see organs and and you, it's a it's a you know depiction of how sepsis works. And,
0: yeah,
1: uh, it feels very much like the Sherlock Holmes thing, the slow down, yes. fighting, yeah, exactly. Um, and sure yeah, stylized. I agree. That's
0: like pretty. It's cool. There's lots of like cool. I think there's lots to like in this movie, but I I do agree I with mean. you. I
1: mean,
0: for me, <laughs> um, but I do agree with you. It just doesn't play as well. No. For me, like, knowing the history. And, like, I think people, I think people, a lot of people still really like this movie because they think, like, look, this is about creating a shit show when you don't, at when you go to war and you don't know what you're doing and you've yeah. created a shit show. And I think that that's true. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, tonally for me it doesn't. I think the thing that I, that I actually, like, 100% don't like about it uh-huh. is that it has some, like, not white savior stuff, Oh yeah, but, but at the heart of it it's, like, American savior stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like e, e, we have a good heart. I'm sorry, this is actually the point that I wanted to come to, which is why I am still fucking talking. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but it's like you know, America. Like, yeah, yeah, we invaded your country, but like our heart is good. Yeah, and it's like I don't think it is. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't think that's true, bro.
0: Right. I like knowing what was to come. Like, I don't think it is. Yeah. So
1: the other thing, though, you know. Uh, I love George Clooney. I think Mark Wahlberg can be a really great actor. Um, well, I mean, like, I don't, you know, i sorry if you're listening, Mr. Wahlberg, please don't come punch me.
0: But um, <laughs> he might. You're black.
1: Yeah. Hey. Um, but uh, I think a lot of his his good acting is by accident. Um, so sorry. Um, not true for George Clooney. But. I feel like this movie with the exception of the kind of extras, the ancillary characters, the the Iraqis that they the refugees that they're trying right. to to save, the performances are so surface to me mm-hmm. and that might be like a military thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that, I think that that playing someone in the military, uh, I feel like can come off that way, but the performances feel really surface to me. I, I mean, towards the end, the final scene, it felt like, okay, we're doing something. Yeah. Even in the parts where George Clooney's character was like, you know, he had to, he had to make this big decision. Does he help the refugees or not? Yeah. Um, because it's gonna start shit with the
0: Saddam's army. Yes, yeah. with
1: Saddam's army, um, and you know you you know it's this whole thing where he's wrestling with this decision, and I was like, I, I'm not not feeling it, George. Not feeling it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's well, the, weird
1: that his name is George. George. Because you don't say George, you say no. it's George Clooney. No. Anyway, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you okay? We haven't yeah. eaten. No. Uh, um, yeah, no, I think like Cliff Curtis, who plays the uh, head refugee, <laughs> um, uh, is amazing, an incredible yes. actor, and does yes. an incredible job. And um, he's he, a little we just girl saw, him, yeah, really we just good. saw him Sorry. in Doctor Sleep. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's so great. Um, this guy, I just looked up his name, Saeed Tukmawi, mm-hmm. who plays the guy torturing Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, is great. Is
1: really good. I've definitely seen him in something else too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know what, I don't know what either, (laughs) but, um, no, they're both great. And I think, I think, I think there's a lot, I mean, I think, so the movie is like interesting Mm -hmm. and it's not to me anyway. It's not like a... Like, I don't hate it in the way that you were just... you Because you were just not into it, and I understand why. Like, you yeah. just couldn't get settled, in it didn't... Mm-hmm. It's not your type of movie. Yeah. But also, it didn't, like, earn well, your no, trust. But you
1: know what, though? I disagree with that. It's not your type of movie. This was a point I, I meant to make back yeah. when I said it feels like a real boy movie. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, Mission Impossible? Sign me up. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that's not it it's not that it's not my type of movie it's that it's not done in a way that works for me
0: yeah and that's fine that's yeah. it, that's all I meant yeah but the there's a there's a like attempting for complexity with these characters and mm-hmm. making you like oh are these good people or not kind of thing I mean he does like murder a dude in the first scene yeah and the movie knows what it's doing there I think I mean he looks at him the guy's bleeding out yeah you know what I mean like yeah like it's uh, to me I don't I don't think on its face, in and of itself, it's bad that a movie is complex and wrestles with... Yeah, And and, and I know that's not what you're saying. No, yeah. But that it's like... But for me, anyway, watching it now for the first time since, like, you know, the fucking Bush... The second Bush administration. Right. For me, very hard to enjoy the comedy parts of it, Mm -hmm. knowing what was to come. Yes. And I... Don't know if that's all the movie's fault. Yeah, but I'm I have a real tough time. I had a real tough time watching it this time, where I was like, you know what, fuck this. <laughs> I was like, fuck all this. Yeah,
1: I agree. I don't. It's not necessarily all the the movie's fault. Right, but it does. It just doesn't work.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, is it available streaming?
0: I don't think it is
1: currently. No, but you can buy it. You can right? buy it easily, but yeah, it's yeah. not on a subscription or anything. Yeah. Um, were there any, oh, 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 the menu was garbage. It was
0: a bad It was a
1: spoiler menu where it just shows scenes from the movie.
0: Yeah, we clicked on the special features because we, you know, we check out the menu design before we hit play on the movie. Yeah. You know, like our research is part of our research. (laughs) And... The transition from the main menu to the special features menu was the sepsis part. Yes. And it was like, guys, this is the best part of the movie. Right.
1: We're about to see it.
0: Right. What oh are you doing? Me, Yeah, it was bad. The menu
1: is bad. Um, I don't know. Were there any good special features on it? I don't remember. I don't think there was anything.
0: There was some behind the scenes stuff. Speaking yeah. of which, by the way, I'll say mm-hmm. David O. Russell seems like a fucking monster also. Oh, really? And is, like, famous for screaming at Lily Tomlin on the set of I Heart Huckabees. And is, like, um, you know, apparently he and George Clooney, like, uh, went toe-to-toe on this thing because he was, like, you know, David O'Russell was careless with some of the stunts and, like, all this shit like that. And, like, also there was a big fight over him stealing the, not stealing, but him not crediting the writer enough John Ridley who wrote 12 years a slave and oh. who went, you know what I mean? Like who had to, like, the, like the, the behind the scenes on this movie seems like it should be its own movie. Honestly. You know what? Um, I'm going to
1: say that that reads in the film yeah. that he's a piece of garbage. Of like so. stupid
0: boy stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of like, yeah. Oh, we're going to blow a bunch of shit up and yeah, yeah. we're going to like make a, like a complex point about how uh war is complicated. Right. And it's like, Okay
1: but okay. we're still going to call them towel heads.
0: Right. Well, that's the thing. There's all the, like, casual slurs. And that's played yeah. as a joke in the movie. Like, there's the part where yeah. Ice Cube is like, Ice I Cuba don't want to hear this and this, which yeah. are, like, slurs. Yeah. But these slurs are okay. Right. And I think that it's like, you know, it's... it's do I think that soldiers use bad words? Of course. Right. And I don't want to, like... So, uh, no, these are our American heroes and they would never, um, but so it's like a weird thing where I don't want to, I don't, I, you know, you, I'm going to stop talking. (laughs) I think I've earned the right to stop talking at this point.
1: I think you have. I really do. Great. Um, so I mean. Down with love. I don't (laughs) Yeah, obviously we're keeping down with love. We're getting rid rid of this garbage four Kings movie. Um. Uh, now
0: another thing about Three Kings, no, <laughs> I think it actually holds up.
1: No, this is not. I well, but you know what though? I am shocked in that because I didn't know anything about Three Kings except that it was something that it was a movie that you liked, albeit from a long time ago. Yeah, I was I was not expecting it to be this this clear to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm a little, so slightly surprised. All right, well, um, Three Kings. That's time I'll never get back. So best of luck to you on best your journey. Best of luck to you. Shall we see what we're going to do next time? Let's do it. Do we have the spreadsheet? We have the spreadsheet. All right. Hey, Siri. hmm Pick a number between 1 and 1,316.
0: A random number between 1 and 1,316 is 1,118. Ooh. 1,118 from 2005, The Squid and the Whale. Oh,
1: the squid. I, yeah. You know what? I uh don't remember that movie, but I remember liking it.
0: I started watching it recently and you said, don't we have that on DVD?
1: Yeah, that keeps happening. <laughs> We're going to
0: have to talk about that. Stop watching it. watching it. And I stopped watching it.
1: All right. Let's see what's going up against it. Hey, Siri. Hmm? Pick a number between 1 and 1,316.
0: A random number between 1 and 1,316 is 581. <laughs> From 1994, The Hudsucker Proxy.
1: What is that?
0: It's a Cohen Brothers movie.
1: Oh, have I seen it?
0: No. Okay. And I would be <laughs> fascinated to know what you think of it. Okay. Um, I think that's an interesting one.
1: Interesting. All right. Squid and the Whale, Hudsucker Proxy. Can't wait. Don't remember one. Haven't seen the
0: other. Exciting. I've seen both. The end.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, especially if you got this far. Wow. You guys are the true MVPs. Um, <laughs> you can find us DVD
0: MVP DVD MVP. R.I.P. R.B.G.
1: Oh oh! Why <laughs> have you taken it down? What have you done? I'm so sorry. Thank you for listening. You can find us everywhere uh, yeah. at DVD Deathmatch, um, and uh, yeah, come back next week and see who survives.
0: DVD, DVD Death, Death Deathmatch. <laughs> Is it Hoagie Fest already? (laughs) Hoagie Fest!